Yo, so we back in here for another edition of Fuck Your Mother, the podcast that everybody likes to hate. Um, fuck it, I ain't even gonna stall you guys out. I ain't gonna preface this episode. I'm just gonna get right into it. So T-Pain's monkey ass got on a DJ Academic interview and said that if social media was around back when Tupac was alive, that it's a lot of rappers that would have ate Tupac up lyrically and he probably would have been killed a lot sooner. Now, <clears throat> usually we don't deal in hypotheticals here F your mother. But I'm gonna have to indulge, right? But before I get into that, I will have to make this disclaimer that we don't know that you can assume what you think would have happened or yada, yada, yada. But the fact is, social media and technology wasn't around and wasn't as advanced as it is now. So we'll never know. However, what we do know is that Tupac was lyrical. Now, was he metaphorically lyrical? Probably not. Was he punchline lyrical? Probably not. But then again, that wasn't his rhyme flow and his 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 rhyme pattern anyways, right? A lot of people get it fucked up. That's almost like saying that Andre 3000 would have got lyrically ate up. He doesn't battle rap. So that's a stupid comparison, right? There are different types of rappers. There's storytellers, narrators, party goers, um, MCs, right? It's not just about one thing. Some artists do a foray of things, like Jay-Z as an MC, but he's also met- metaphorically strong. Uh, he's, he's poetically weak, right? Storytelling, he, I'd have to rate Jay-Z as uh, his narration skills, right? T- storytelling, they're, they're weak. They're not, he doesn't tell stories, not too often, right? And I've listened to Jay-Z extensively. He's uh, typically telling you about him in the present context of the, the music. He's whether, he, whether it's telling you about the shit he has, the money he has, the girls he got, or the uh, him as a dope MC. Jay-Z isn't really giving a lot of narrations of his life. He's not storytelling about what's went on in his in his community in Marcy, right? And there's a lot of people that's gonna disagree with me, but I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> I've actually listened to Jay-Z extensively, right? I've heard Reasonable Doubt. I've heard Hard Knock Life, Volume 1. Or the Life and Times of Sean Carter, Volume 1. The Life and Char- Times of Sean Carter, Volume 2. Um, Rock La Familia. The Lifetime, Life and Times of Sean Carter, Volume 3. Um, Blueprint 1, 2, 3. The Black Album, American Gangster. 444. Like, what do you want? I can give you, you know what I'm saying, a blow by blow. Same as, such is the case with Nas, right? Like... Nas is a good storyteller. He's a good, great MC. He's metaphorically dope. But he wasn't poetic. Or at least in my opinion. Name me one song where Nas is poetic. I'll wait. And these are all rappers that existed during Tupac's reign in rap, right? They were around. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, Tupac dissed Jay-Z, Nas, Prodigy, The Fugees, LL Cool J, 
Tribe Called Quest, KRS-One, right? So it's not like, <clears throat> it's not like he didn't have competition. Oh yeah, he even dissed the brat. So it's not like he didn't have competition that was formidable, right? We have MCs that are notable. Big Pun was around. Um, shit, even DMX was around. Not mainstream commercially, but he was rapping, right? There are plenty of mixtapes that actually were around in 96, 97. So, to say that Tupac would have got ate up, by who? Like, I just gave you a barrage of MCs that lyrically are, like, dope. Metaphorically, some of them storytelling strength. Um, all of them have style and charisma, right? With the, with the exception of Prodigy, of course. And they did nothing. Hell, even Biggie was around. Anybody that knows hip-hop knows that Biggie was metaphorically strong uh, and a dope MC, right? And a good storyteller and had style and was a good narrator, right? He didn't even answer Tupac back. Hell, the locks was around. <clears throat> Lil' Kim was around. So we can stop We can stop acting like Tupac didn't have competition that was formidable, right? Now these Joe Blow nobodies and shit, We'll never know. And like I said, we don't deal in hypotheticals. So fuck your cousin or fuck that nigga you know that went to prison that could rap his ass off. He he, he didn't have social media. He didn't record albums. We don't give a fuck. As far as Tupac getting killed sooner, I mean, even that's debatable. Once again, that's a hypothetical. Because he was robbed and shot. He didn't die. He did get in a, 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 a series of scuffles before and after death row, right? Uh, shit, when he got out of out of prison on bond, I, if I'm not mistaken, right? I read the book, The Killing of Tupac. He had 11 pending cases for assault charges before being locked up for rape that he had to handle. So it's like, I don't know. Would he have gotten killed sooner? That's that's such a stupid ass fucking statement to make, right? <clears throat> and T Pain was stupid for saying it because aside from it being a hypothetical, we have instances where he was shot or he did get into physical physical altercations. He wasn't killed because of it, right? So I mean, just making that statement is stupid, right? I, I don't think it, it would have taken the internet or social media to be advanced for him to get killed, right? Last time I checked, people was killing people just as much as they killing people now, right? If not more, because there wasn't no fucking video phones and a lot of closed circuit cameras on every fucking corner in America. <clears throat> so it's like, I don't know. Would he have gotten killed sooner? That's stupid. Uh, but then again, it's coming from a not so intelligent person, right? Now, just for a quick second, I ain't gonna like go too far on a tangent about T-Pain, but let's just keep it realistic. He ain't the most intelligent motherfucker, right? I've seen this nigga on The Breakfast Club, interviews, and they even admitted that Birdman owes him money. Now, I don't think he's hurt for the money, but any nigga that owes you $300,000, you shouldn't be sitting on your hands to collect, right? 
And knowing that Birdman has a history of fucking niggas out of their money, literally and figuratively, we can assess that T-Pain is probably a whole-ass nigga that can't collect on his on his bread, right? So, like, who the fuck is he to talk about being killed when you pussy? Not only that, I've heard stories through the grapevine and on social media that T-Pain was robbed in Florida, right? I think it was either Tallahassee, where he's from, or Orlando. Either way, he was robbed a series of times, right? I think two times. So it's not even like, like... Who the fuck are you to make comments about Tupac, right? At least Tupac got shot in the commission of a robbery of his jewelry. If I'm not mistaken, T-Pain handed his shit over. Now, don't get me wrong. Handing your shit over is probably the smarter thing to do. However, fighting for your shit, getting shot, and surviving is admirable, to say the least, right? So, I mean, you got to take in context of who the fuck the comments are coming from. They're coming from... A safe coward ass nigga. Not only that, this nigga prides himself of inventing auto tunes, right? Overlooking the fact that Roger Troutman was the first doing the synthesizer thing, right? Like that's all auto tunes is. It's just it's a voice synthesizer. Niggas like to make it more than it is. It's not, right? So he didn't fucking invent the wheel. He just fucking put it on a car and drove it again. Now, I've gotten into a couple debates with niggas talking about how lyrically Tupac wasn't that strong and he would have got washed by unknowns. And would he have got washed? I don't think so. I think the only thing that separates Tupac from every rapper that's rapped is the work ethic. Now we got social media and we have SoundCloud and we have YouTube. And the fact that like niggas ain't uploading an album a month or three albums a year is beyond me, right? With the advance of social media and technology, like, you don't even need to go to a fucking studio. If you got a room in your house, you could format it to be a studio, right? Booth and everything. Make the beats, record the vocals, mix them down, all that mug. You don't need a studio no more. You can do it in your house. Your house is your studio. So the fact that established rappers and even up-and-coming rappers aren't doing that, like ain't cranking out albums every month, that right there, Tupac had every nigga beat, hands down. I mean, back in the days, in Tupac's time, you couldn't release an album that frequent, right? You had to release an album every six months, which means you would only have two albums. There weren't mixtapes like, circulating like around like that. When a nigga did a mixtape, I think mixtapes didn't get back popping and rapping until like 1998, right? Around the Rockefeller era. But even with that, Tupac, like if he wasn't recording a studio album, he was recording soundtrack songs, right? He did the Super Cop shit, Above the Realm, Gridlock. If I'm not mistaken, he has a song on uh, Poetic Justice. Um... A slew full of Bay Area art, uh, rappers, all from the likes of um, Richie Rich, uh, E40, Be Legit, The Click, Sebo. Uh, I could keep going on, right? He did so many fucking songs with people. Oh, yeah, that's right, Mac Dre. I want to say he did one with MC Breed. 
He did a song with Tretch. Um, I'm just trying to figure out who did he do an album or a song with on the East Coast. I can't think of off the top of my head what what artist he did a song with on the East Coast. But I'm pretty sure they're out there, right? I'm, uh, as I age, my memory escapes me. But his his work work ethic was unmatched. He had over a thousand vocals recorded, and they slapped him to like thirteen studio track or thirteen studio albums after his death in '96. So like, if social media was around back then, Tupac would have probably given us an album every week. Like, I'm not this 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 isn't even conjecture. And if you want to say better studio quality, um, you know, time and. You know what I'm saying? Actually putting together a good project. I say one month. We would have got an album if Tupac, if social media was around uh, back in 1996, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tupac would have recorded a fucking album every every month. That's a fact. He would have had 12 fucking albums in one year. The only nigga that can actually out that actually outmatch Tupac with work ethic is probably DMX, right? DMX had fucking two albums within the same year. Now, keep in mind, it was 1998, so you couldn't release albums too frequent, right? You had to go to big studios. You had to have an engineer. Like, you didn't have... Recording music wasn't portable like it is now. It wasn't accessible like it is now. You had to get a budget. You had to get the clearance from record labels... It wasn't like it is now. Now you don't have to do shit. If you use a sample or a vocal from somebody else, another artist, you send them an email. They send you a fucking invoice. Back then, you couldn't send an email quickly in 1995, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on if people had Hotmail or AOL.com or Yahoo, right? Like, you, you... Depending on whatever browser they had or what internet service they had, you probably wouldn't get the fucking email the same damn day, right? So it wasn't like you could do, you know what I'm saying, flash in the pan shit now. Shit took time. And like wine, anything that takes time is better than instant microwavable shit. Now don't get me wrong, I do believe if Tupac was around or social media was around when Tupac was alive, we probably would have got a lot of more shitty projects. I still think he would have made it to iconic status just off the merit of work ethic alone, right? A lot of rappers wouldn't have made it. A lot of niggas would have fell off. Um, I won't actually say Jay-Z wouldn't have actually been as big as he is now because I think Jay-Z's work ethic, grind, and showmanship, and lyrical ability, right? That puts him in the hierarchy of rappers that are elite, right? So I don't think Tupac or anybody else would have stopped that. Same thing with Biggie. You know what I'm saying? People would have been... People that actually had outstanding personalities, uh, larger-than-life alter egos and monikers, they were going to always be somebody. Tupac just had that. He had the it factor. He worked hard. He gave you a lot of energy. He gave you shit that made... Like, he he touched your, your, your feelings, your emotion. He made you feel his music, right? And he put on a hell of a show, right? He, he had showmanship. A lot of shit that a lot of rappers just... I don't know if it's the lack of A&Rs. They just don't got... They suck. They mumble. They're they're thoughtless. They're stupid. They're not intelligent. 
Uh, and that's not all of them, right? Like, I like T Grizzly. I like Drake. I like some Meek Mill songs. Not a lot. That nigga's garbage overall. I don't like 21 Savage. I don't like Trippy Red. Mac Miller was okay for a white boy. Um, I didn't really fuck with Juice World. I don't like none of them niggas from Chirac, with the exception of King Von, and he's dead. Like, that's just where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, just in work ethic alone, Tupac would have just outworked niggas. It wouldn't have, and see, that's a, what a lot of people get fucked up. It didn't, it doesn't matter if you were lyrically dope. Redman and Method Man are lyrically dope back in 95. Their work ethic just wasn't up to par. I mean, think about it. Within 1993 and 1995, how many albums did fucking Wu-Tang release? I think two. And then after 98, they, be, they went on a decline. You know, so how many albums did Method Man release within 1993 and 2000? Within seven years, I think Method Man released two studio solo albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many albums did Red Man release? Within 1989 and I want to say 1995. Within a six year span, I think Redman put out four albums. Two of them that were, eh, the what was, we could have did without that. Uh, I forgot what the name of the second album was. You know what I'm saying? But they were trash. I mean, to keep it realistic, he, Method Man wasn't even, or Red Man wasn't even dope until 1990. 1995, which I think was like the uh, Funk Dr. Spock album, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. Do your Googles. Right? So it's like, we can start pretending that lyrically, lyrically dope niggas like was just cranking out albums. Even Nas. Nas, I think, put out, out, out between 1990... I want to say 94. Now, you know what? I'm actually at a crossroads as to when Nas actually dropped the Elmatic. I want to say that was 1996 or 90. Hold up. Let me take a break real quick, y'all. But yeah, like I like I was saying, just had to go look it up. Yeah, even only even Nas only had fucking two albums between 94 and 96, right? As lyrically as dope as he was, like he wasn't cranking them out. I think he did Illmatic in '94, and then it was written in '96, which it was written was uh, it's not one of my favorite Nas albums. Neither is Nostradamus, but I digress. Um, so we can stop pretending like like lyrically dope. Even Biggie, look at Biggie. Biggie was out between '92 and 1997. Within six years. Five, five years, we'll say five years. Within five years, he only dropped two albums, right? Shit, I don't even know of a lot of like mixtape work that he did between 93 and 95, right? So we can stop pretending like lyrically dope niggas was, was out and was like just like dominating. I mean, you had Big Pun, he was out in 1995, right? He dropped Capital Punishment. All these niggas was like in their prime. Like they were just starting out. They wasn't really... I like, let me take that back. They weren't in a prime. They was in a rookie season. Big Pun was in his rookie season. Biggie was in his rookie season. Method Man was in his rookie season. Uh, Red Man was in his rookie season. The Dog Pound had just, what, dropped the album in 95. Uh, Snoop 
he was in his rookie season, right? He dropped Doggy Style in 1993. Between 93 and 95, he ain't even dropped two albums. He dropped one fucking album. He didn't drop Dogfather until 96 after Tupac got killed. So we can start fronting like, like it was just ill niggas. I mean, even the brat, the brat was out, it came out in 94. She only dropped one album between 94 and 96. She didn't drop another album until 1997. I think and then 99. So we can stop pretending like lyrically niggas, lyrically dope niggas was out and they was just dominating. And they, no, none of these niggas was giving Tupac a run for their money. And last time I checked, these niggas was dope, right? Jay-Z would never know lyrical slouch. Jay-Z dropped the fucking uh, Reasonable Doubt in 1995. And I think I want to say uh, Life and Times of Sean Carter Volume 1 in 96. So we can stop pretending like like dope niggas was out and they was just like giving, they wouldn't even give him Tupac a run for his money. Nobody was fucking with Tupac. That's just period, point blank. So if them niggas wasn't giving Tupac a run for his money, I fail to realize how 21 Savage, the Migos, T Grizzly, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, um, Fredo Santana, Chief Keith, King Von, Lil Dirk, Lil Baby, Da Baby, Chance the Rapper, and any other corny sounding motherfucker that's out now. With the exception of the baby. I, I like that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who would have given Tupac a run for his money? Young Thug? I mean, do people even fuck? I think people don't even really think about what the fuck they be saying. Now, the new generation, I just named a slew of them niggas. They got nothing for Tupac, right? In the streets, with the hands, or even musically, like, fuck out of here. Now, for my age, my generation, right? Who did we have? Lloyd Banks? Would he have given Tupac a run for his money? Well, we already see what Lloyd Banks' career went, right? He did The Hunger for More in 2004, and he it up in 2006 with The Rotten Apple. And where has Lloyd Banks been at since then? On a fucking milk carton. 50 Cent drops two albums between 2002 and 2005, right? He drops the fucking Get Rich or Die Trying in a Massacre. What the fuck did 50 Cent drop after that? They did anything commercially or underground or critically acclaimed. Now don't get me wrong, I like 50. I like Power, some of it, and the BMF series. But let's be realistic. 50's career only lasted a span of fucking four years. And he's been in the media for the last 20 so we can stop pretending like, like even my generation is fucking with Tupac. Now the closest thing that we have that would have even given Tupac a run for his money is maybe T.I. But then we got to look at T.I.'s discography, right? I think T.I. has what? Nine or ten albums? He's only got four dope, dope albums in my opinion. He got I'm Serious, which came out in 2001. He has... um. Uh, the under, uh, uh, Urban Legends came out in 2004 Oh yeah, Trap Music came out in 2003 You got the King album that came out in 2005 And I like um, Paper Trail came out in 2000 and I want to say 7, 8, right? He got five solid albums That T.I. versus Tip The King um, The Libra album And any other motherfucking records that you can put together between 2008 and now, um, be kind of doodle, right? Like I ain't fucking with him. There's there's a couple songs here and there I fucks with, right? 
I like the song Fuck Nigga. I like the song that he put out. Um, uh, I think it's called Us, US, right? Um, but other than that, like, come on, man. T.I. ain't really, like, hitting off on shit. And I like T.I., but he got five solid albums. And he's the only person, lyrically, that I think could have given Tupac a run for his money. And streetwise, right? He was a real street nigga, allegedly. <laughs> Y'all like how I said that. Um, he's like the only thing. Rick Ross is a fraud. Two Chains, why he's a cool nigga. I like his style overall. Um, he got two albums that's dope. He's not fucking with Tupac. Lyrically or like he's a character rapper. Uh who else? Killer Mike, why he is politically conscious and he's a good rapper overall. He lacks style that Tupac just had. I mean, let's be realistic. Biggie was the coldest fat nigga on the mic, right? That was cool. Killer Mike, why he's a fat nigga, swag levels, like he, he doesn't have swag points. Bone crusher, he ain't fucking with Tupac. Once again, he lacks swag points. Goody Mob, while I like them niggas, and CeeLo is the best nigga in the group. Man, lyrically, they ain't fucking with them. Project-wise, their work ethic isn't strong. Um, poetically, they're kind of like trash, with the exception of CeeLo. Now, Outkast as a group, are they have star power, right? Out of five stars, they get five stars. Uh... Andre 3000, while he's lyrically dope and poetic and all that shit, right? And he fucking with Tupac, he lacks that, sh- that edge. Tupac has street edge. Whether it was manufactured or real, whatever the fuck, he had it. Andre 3000, while he's poetic and he's a good lyricist, he doesn't have that. Big Boy, he has that, but he don't have no personality, in my opinion. Um, so as solo artists, they're not fucking with Tupac. And then work ethic, once again... They have, what, five albums in the last 20 years? As a group, I think Big Boy might have about five solo albums. Andre 3000 has none. So right there, he's he's bombarding niggas with just work ethic alone, right? Standalone, like he could crank out, he, he could crank out songs. These niggas just, they lack that capability, they just don't have it. Now you do have Bone Thugs and Harmony over the last 28 years. They've released several projects solo, with the exception of Wishbone. But as a group, they only got like what? Creeping on the Come Up, East 99, Third World Order, The Resurrection. Um, Thug, Thug Stories, uh, Art of War, Art of War 3. Uh, what else? The Rebirth. Yeah, all that shit was trash. Well, the last six, seven albums, right? Shit was trash. Now, as solo artists, they got a slew full of projects over the last, what, 15 years. They got several solo albums. Busy and Crazy has solo albums. Out of their solo albums, I think Busy has the most with uh, 12 projects. Only three of them are dope. The rest of that shit, nine albums are trash. Uh, Crazy Bone, I think he has one, two, three, four, five. He might have about seven solo albums. I think only four of them are actually dope, right? 
The rest of that shit is garbage. Fleshbone has a slew full of uh, solo albums. Only one of them is dope. And Lazy Bone, none of that shit is dope. All that shit trash. Wishbone, like I said, has no albums. So he's not fucking with Tupac, right? Them as a group. I mean, half the, half, out of ten albums, at least five of them are dope. The other five are garbage, right? So they're not fucking with him. Debrat. I think she has like, what? Four albums, studio albums? Only two were dope. The other two were trash. That's actually if, if she even had four albums. I think it was only three. So it's like, like literally, who in the industry could outmatch him? Just in work ethic, right? Volume. Now, I know a lot of people's out there like, well, volume doesn't actually mean good product. And now you're right. However, let me give you a breakdown. Tupacalypse Now, shit was trash. Uh, he was still trying to, I think he was working out his, the way he rapped, right? Everybody got to find a voice. That album, I think, where he was trying to find it. He didn't really find it into Strictly For My Niggas. And even that album, I think out of 18 or 20 songs, only six of my were dope. Now, I was 10 years old when this album came out. So I might not be the best person to actually like, have a good palette of music around this time but then 1995 he released uh me against the world dope album i was 12 years old that shit was hitting then turn around in 2000 or 19 uh 1996 no no i'm gonna take that back it was 19 yeah it was 96 1996 recorded all eyes on me that shit's a classic uh right before he died he recorded machiavelli that shit's a classic um, Better Days album had 22 songs on it. I have to give it three out of five stars, right? Um, because he wasn't there. But overall, most of, out of 2022 songs, I have to say at least like 18 of them was dope. Every artist always puts out albums. There's always going to be a few that are, yeah, it's lackluster, right? Maybe they're too drunk, too high. Ain't, their focal point ain't on the music or they just it's a shitty like concept you're gonna have that right I think uh, Loyalty to the Game um, probably is the shittiest album and I think that's the Eminem produced album and that album because it, most of the tracks were produced by Eminem I'm gonna have to get that shit 2 out of 5 stars that's only because most of them vocals didn't sound like him or if it was him it was uh, vocals from when he was like younger from 91 so you know what i'm saying you're gonna have trash when you go back and you reach from vocals that are you're still trying to find your voice it doesn't matter what track you put them to um that resurrection album based off the movie um it was a solid album i didn't like the fucking titles uh the self-titled uh single right the resurrection the one with biggie on it shit was trash in real life Tupac would have never done a song with a nigga that he uh, suspected of having him set up and shot. Um, any song that has Tupac and Biggie on it, I ain't really fucking with it. Because he didn't like that nigga. He, he literally laid out why he didn't like that nigga. So when you got people that take vocals from Biggie and Tupac and trying to mesh it together and give you some new shit. Like, oh, they would have worked it out. No, they wouldn't have. Like Tupac literally stated, the fact that this nigga knew I was about to get my fucking head blown off. We can't ever be cool, bro. Nigga knew I was gonna be set up to be robbed and shot, and he didn't say nothing, right? I don't think ever in life a nigga would ever be cool with that type of nigga, right? Now, maybe that shit happened, maybe it didn't. That ain't what this episode is about, and I don't give a fuck.
All I'm doing is reiterate what the man said. So you got all these artists that I just named off, like work ethic alone wouldn't have been able to keep up. Now you add that with social media, the fact that a nigga can just like record a song in his room or in his house and upload it, Tupac would have killed niggas. None of these new niggas would have got off the ground. And all the old niggas would have had to work harder, right? He would have put a lot of, like he did in 95, he put a lot of niggas out of business. In 2025, he would put niggas out of business, right? 2020, there would have never been an offset. There probably would have been a Cardi B though. And she would have got tossed up. Um, I think Nicki Minaj would have still came to fruition because of the hot boys and cash money, right? Birdman and them had a dream. It was gonna happen with whether Tupac died or not. It didn't matter, right? Now they, they there's a matter of opinion. Maybe they wouldn't have been as big as they ultimately became because of the vacuum that would like had to be filled, right? But I think they still would have came to fruition. Be- because of that, I think Lil Wayne eventually would have still became who he was. Juvenile would have actually been great, hence the name Juvie the Great. Um, even though we still ain't forget that, uh, vax that ass up. I ain't fuck with that shit. But overall, his catalog's solid. Uh, while he's not a super strong lyr- lyrical rapper, he's a good, a damn good uh, song- songwriter. Um... The brat, I think she would have had more fire on her ass, right? The little subtle jabs that Tupac took at her. She probably would it would have like created some motivation to um, create some more music. Bone Thugs and Harmony probably would have had a lot more collaborations. Hence, they would have had better work and more cre- creative work. Um, had Tupac lived and social media was around, I don't think Biggie would have been killed. So Biggie would have been cranking out hits to go back and forth. I think ultimately they would have actually battled or Biggie would have at least responded to hit him up. Um, I think Method Man, because Wu-Tang Clan came out at the beginning of Tupac's career, would have still been who they were. Uh, Red Man would have been who he was, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Red Man's first album, The What, came out in 1989. So he was already, like fucking with Eric Sermon and Eric Parrish and um you know what I'm saying in the EPMD days right that was literally before Tupac got off the ground I want to say 88 um 88 89 90 91 so he would have still been who he was I don't know if Big Pun would have survived maybe he still would have died ultimately from a heart attack because he was a fat nigga but had Tupac survived and social media was around I think there would have been more collaborate there would have been collaborations with Big Pun and Tupac um, I don't know if Big L would have died because Tupac had lived, but he was in the streets, so he ultimately probably would have died. However, it had Tupac lived and social media was around then, I think they would have did albums together or at least records together. Um, I don't think Ja Rule would have got off the ground, and if he did, probably would have got beat up by Tupac. Uh, I think DMX would have been who he was because he was rapping in 1989, 80, or 1989, 1990, right? He was an underground circuit, 92, 93, 94, 95. He even claimed to have met Tupac in 95. So, or 96, my bad, before he was killed in LA. You know what I'm saying? Prodigy and Mob Deep was around. Uh, so I think, I think they ultimately would have responded to Tupac. Hence, making more music, going back and forth. 
uh, the Fugees that were around when Tupac was alive. So I think they probably would have stayed together. I don't think that um, Lauren Hill and Wyclef John would have got distracted fucking and ultimately dissolving the group. They would have more shit to focus on, like answering records that Tupac dissed them on. Um, and of course, like I said, Jay-Z would have been who he was. Nas would have been who he was because, I mean, you can't stop greatness. It's going to happen. So as, a, as, as far as like any nigga from my generation or these new niggas, I don't think none of them would have given Tupac a run for his money on work ethic alone. Now, style and creativity, um, maybe Ludacris would have given Tupac a run for his money, right? Creatively speaking, because I do think Tupac was two-dimensional. It was either the streets or the struggle. Whereas Ludacris, good storyteller, good rapper, leads in uh, style, not metaphorically dope, but he is consistent, right? Which means his flow doesn't change. It doesn't deviate because of sounds. He keeps his raw energy. He can rap fast. He can slow it down. Um, I do want to say he is kind of metaphorically dope, right? Out of five stars and metaphors, I think I have to give Ludacris like a three out of five, right? Solid MC. Um... I don't know if he would have ever come to fruition, but like I said, you can't stop great, greatness. And he is one of the elite rappers of all time. Let's not get it fucked up. Uh, who else? I never. I don't think Nelly would have ever come into fruition just because the rap scene was a little bit more hardcore and all that sing-song shit would have never really got off the ground. And when I say sing-song shit, even though Bone Thugs and Harmony sung songs, that soft-ass shit would have never got off the ground. Hence, Ja Rule would have never took off. Uh, who else? I do think the Outlaws would have got better, right? Uh, because, like I said, everybody in their infant stages is still trying to find their voice, like Tupac was in 1990. So, ultimately, I do think Tupac would have coached them to be better, but we'll never know. Um, E-40, he was always around. He's a great West Coast legend. I think he would have been as big as, if not bigger, if Tupac had lived. Now, I do think there was a, there's a lot of rappers that would have been bigger Hence, it had Tupac survived. Um, like, I think the Loonies, just because they're out of Oakland, I think there would have been more collaboration efforts. Uh, Too Short, while he is a legend, he has put out a slew full of garbage that ironically sells. But a garbage is garbage, right? I don't give a lot of people put out, like, hit records is garbage. Hence, Little John and Vanilla Ice, but I digress. Um... Richie Rich probably would have been bigger. Uh, Be Legit and The Click would have been bigger. Uh, every artist on Death Row would have been bigger had Tupac survived. Just because he had the work ethic, he would have forced them niggas to get better and get, get better faster and get quicker with the pace of releasing projects. Snoop Dogg, I don't think would have been as big as he is now, but I do think he would have been big just because he's a personality. Uh, he was doing movie appearances, commercials, and shit while Tupac was alive. So he, I think he would have still stayed on the same path. However, had they been on the same label, I do think Tupac would have eclipsed Snoop Dogg just because Snoop Dogg's personality wasn't as big as it is now. It seems like after Tupac got killed, Snoop Dogg's personality, it took a front seat. Now, there, there are periods between Death Row and No Limit where you can tell he's still trying to, like, not find his voice it kind of seemed like Snoop Dogg was trying to find who the fuck he was right um 
that Dogfather album was kind of trash, and that um, the game is to be sold, not told, and that I want to say the Boss album, the first album we put out with Master P and No Limit, um, um, I'm not going to say it was trash, but you can tell that that country-ass shit was not his sound, right? Um, it just didn't gel with his flow. He didn't get back to the exuberant, personable, charismatic Snoop Dogg that we know and grown to love until probably the blue carpet, blue carpet treatment. That album he put out with Frail, um, he looked, it sounded like he was experimenting. That shit was trash. Um, yeah, but like I said, he didn't get back to the Snoop Dogg sound until the blue carpet treatment, the East Siders, and every other album that's followed since then. With the exception of Snoop Lion. I'm still not fucking with that. Or that goddamn church album. <laughs> I haven't actually heard the church album. But it got Shirley Caesar on it. So I know I ain't fucking with it. But overall, I think Tupac, uh, Snoop Dogg would have still been as big. Had Tupac survived. And social media was out back then. Um, hell, who knows? Maybe we would have got to see a fist fight between Tupac and Snoop. I think ultimately Corrupt would have fell off. But... The Dog Pound would have been, as a group, would have actually continued to crank out projects. But I just think solo-wise, Corrupt wouldn't have survived. Lady of Rage, I do think she would have put out a dope-ass album had Tupac survived. Uh, But we'll never know. Uh, I think MC8 would have still fell off. DJ Quick, however, I think would have been bigger than he is now had Tupac survived. Because... Tupac, had he left Death Row, probably would have went to DJ Quick for albums. And I think that would have strengthened Quick's uh, discography, even though don't get it fucked up. Rhythmism and Dollars and Cents and... Damn, I forgot what the fucking third album was. Just with solid projects, man. I fuck with Quick since he had the fucking perm. You know what I'm saying? The, the Shirley Temples. You know what I'm saying? Quick know how to drop shit. Uh, Sugar Free, I don't know if he he's just now getting back in the game, but I don't know if Sugar Free would have actually that nigga was in and out of jail and was pimping, so who knows? Um, I do think Warren G would have actually been bigger had Tupac survived, just because I think Tupac would have uh, did more collaboration with uh, Warren G. I, I do think Nate Dogg would have lived. Um, I don't know if seeing motherfuckers that was like so close to him musically get killed or you know what I'm saying go to jail kind of like stalled his creativity or who knows maybe he he just was a fucking alcoholic that drunk himself into a stroke um but at the very least I do think Tupac would have put out more records and would have needed the vocals of a Nate Dogg just because he had that factor with the vocals and Tupac would have just been cranking shit out with him on the chorus so um, I do think that would have extended and broadened Nate Dogg's career but all in all I just think that like a lot of niggas that was around then they would have been in the same position they they were in back when Tupac was alive it's not like I don't think niggas would have been bigger uh, Jay-Z like I said would have been who he was Biggie would have been who he was Nas would have eventually been who he was but I think Tupac would have just been on the forefront with them. Um, as it pertains to B-rate actors and B-rate uh, rappers like Nick Cannon, Cannabis, um, or what I call a bit rate, I mean third rate, 
third-rate uh, rappers and actors. Um, a lot of these white rappers wouldn't have got like put on. I do think Eminem actually would have still been who he was, because like I said, you can't stop greatness. And I do think he would have did an album with Tupac just because he admired him, and I think creatively, Tupac would have fucked with him. Um, who else? That's pretty much it. R&B singers, I don't, I don't think Trey songs would ever came to fruition. I think Danny Boy would have actually had a longer career. Um, wishful thinking is that Tupac would have did an album, if not a few songs with Left Eye. Uh, Aaliyah probably would have did a song with Tupac. I think they would have did a collaboration like song. I think Timberland would have still been who he was. Missy Elliott. She was already in the game in, what, 1995, 94? So I think she still would have been who she was. Um, but I don't think nobody from that generation, my generation, and when I say my generation, I'm talking about the 2000s to 2015. I don't think, I don't think nobody from those generations would have been fucking with Tupac then now or in the future right none of these new niggas would have got off the ground i don't even have to go through the run through of their names again um with the exception of a few people drake i think still would have been who he was because you can't stop greatness uh Nicki minaj lil wayne uh young cheesy uh gucci Mane. while gucci Mane is not the best rapper he does have showmanship and tenacity right something that it's when you when you got ambition and you're destined for more than what the average person does, you're gonna be great in some capacity. Um, I don't think snap music would ever got off the ground. There would have been no D Pharrell, no Fable, maybe a Shoddy Love. I do think he still would have been who he was just because he had ambition. Um, wouldn't have been no goddamn Jaquan. Uh, there probably still would have been a Bow Wow only because Snoop Dogg had blessed us with him on one of the skits on his Doggy Style album. So, and I do think J- Jermaine Dupree wouldn't have got a hold of Bow Wow had Tupac survived, because I think Snoop Dogg would have tried to branch out and been like a CEO slash mogul slash, you know what I'm saying, a molder of careers. So I think he would have stayed with Snoop, produced even more hotter shit, because let's not get it fucked up. Bow Wow was dropping some shit between 2000 and I want to say 2000, because that's when B2K came out. Between 2000 and 2004, five. Bow Wow was that nigga. You ain't fresh as my fresh as my is. Ghetto girl, uh, bounce with it. Them shits. I don't give a fuck what nobody talking about. If you 40 or you close to 40 like I'm is, right? You was in your early 20s, your 19s, right? You was listening to that shit. Stop fucking playing, right? Don't play yourself, right? Because when Bounce With Me came out, I was 17. That shit hit. That shit was slapping. Stop fucking playing. Bow Wow might be a corny ass nigga, but you was listening to that shit. So I think Snoop Dogg would have actually groomed his career. I do think Master P, because he was fucking with Tupac back in 1995 with the Ice Cream Man album, went on tour with him. I think he still would have been who he was. Um, And I do think that Tupac would have did a lot of collaboration albums with a lot of them niggas, ironically. Uh, Mr. Servon, Fiend, uh, Mystical, uh, C. Murder, Master P. I don't think he would have did a song with Silk the Shocker just because Silk was trash. Uh, I do think he would have did a song with Mia X. It's not getting fucked up. Uh, Tupac loved the women. 
she's no exception. So he would have did a song with her. Uh, who else? A lot of Houston niggas. Tila, he was already doing songs with Scarface. Um, probably not Ghetto, Ghetto Boys, right? Because Billy D, or I said Billy D. Willie D, he, I like Willie D in a few songs, but then they overall was garbage. Um, I don't see Tupac doing a song with a midget, so I don't. we have to rule out Bushel Bill. Uh, Cypress Hill, I think would have still been who they were because they was out when Tupac. Actually, I think they was actually on fire. They was smoking hot with... Uh, Killer man, like right? this is uh, this is something you can't understand. How I could just kill a man that came out in '93, right? Tupac was still on Strictly for my niggas, so I think he would have did songs with them because they West Coast Mexican niggas. Um, Onyx, Onyx came out in '93. May I remind you, Tupac was still on his Strictly for my niggas days, so. I think he would have did a song with Fredro Star, if not Sticky Fingers, just because they New York niggas, and shit, they even knew Tupac, so what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, like, I, that shit, they would have still, I do think, however, they would have had a longer career had Tupac lived, because he would have been able to lend assistance in doing songs and collaborations with him, um, Buckshot, uh, from Duck Down Productions, I think that's, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah, Buckshot with Duck Down Productions. I think he would have had a bigger career. Um, a slew full of other New York rappers, right? I think Tupac would have did a, uh, a few songs with Sean Price. I think Tupac would have had Cannabis actually got in the game and got a foothold in the game. I do think Tupac would have did a song with him just because he was lyrically nice and he was something different. Um... I think Tupac and LL would have actually like kind of like I think there was like tension I don't think that Tupac actually directly dissed him and I don't think LL dissed Tupac but there was tension there but I think had Tupac survived he would have did a couple songs with LL Cool J uh, he damn sure would have did a song with KRS-One uh, Big Daddy Kane uh, who else hell to be realistic I think Tupac would have did a song with fucking Kid and Play could you, you, you like? Could you imagine that? That ain't gonna hurt nobody with a Tupac verse. Come on, I don't think that uh, uh what's his name, Young MC. I don't think he would have got off the ground. I don't think Tim Dog would have had an illustrious career, right? Especially being by Death Row was going at Tim Dog. Tupac had it, got uh survived the shooting and been on Death Row. He would have mowed down Tim Dog. Um, I think Cool G rapping Tupac would have did a song. Cool G Rap was around during 88. So he was familiar with Tupac, right? I think his he had a platinum record in 1994 when Tupac was in prison. So like I did I do see that actually like you know what I'm saying like his career still would have been like it was now, if not had a longer shelf life. I do think Chino XL and Tupac would have actually like patched shit up. If not, got into a fight, but ultimately patched it up. And I think they would have did some songs together. Just because Chino XL, he had a buzz. He was a lyrically dope rapper. He needed more um, marketing. And I think ultimately, he probably would have got with Interscope, if not Death Row. And I think had Tupac survived, a lot of East Coast niggas would have went to Death Row East. And he would have had that push, you know what I'm saying, to give them more of a commercial viability and a longer career. But we'll never know. 
I think Tupac and DMX would have did a, several songs together. Just because Tupac's like passionate songs about the struggle of black society, and while DMX has never re- never was really direct with the struggle of black people, he was actually keen on the struggle of people, right? So I think they would have did an album together. Uh, DMX ultimately talked about the struggles he faced, whether it was addiction or demons or just dirty motherfuckers within, you know what I'm saying, his circle of people he met. So I think ultimately him and Tupac would have had relatable topics that they could have rapped about, right? Whether it was like non-trustworthy bitches, bitch-ass niggas. Um, I think Tupac actually would have brought out the politically conscious DMX. DMX never did a song that was politically conscious, in my opinion. He was keen on dirty cops, dirty politicians, people in power that's corrupt and shit like that. So I think they would have had a lot in common. Um, I don't think that Tupac and Jay-Z would have ever did a song together. Not because Tupac had a personal beef with him, just because his alliance with Biggie. That just would have, that would have stalled it. And I think ultimately Jay-Z would have lashed out at Tupac, but, um... Tupac would either like lyrically diss him or beat that nigga up. But I don't while I don't think that Jay-Z's a softy and I don't think that he's a whole ass nigga. He doesn't strike me as like having primal aggression. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't think they ever would have did anything together. I think ultimately Tupac and Nas, because they were conscious about the struggle of black people in America, would have ultimately did an album together. I think they would have squashed their shit. And because of the feud between Jay-Z and Nas, I think ultimately, if Tupac and Nas had joined up, they would have either like incapacitated Jay-Z or basically took out a, a like damaged his career. He still would have had an illustrious career and he still would have became a mogul. It just I think would have probably been a lot more difficult. Right? So and ultimately I think that uh social media would wouldn't have been so pussified because i think tupac would have broke every goddamn community guideline um to the point where i think he ultimately would have figured out a way around it and come up with an app or he would have forced them to actually like be more lenient because of the consistent breakage of the rules i think tupac in rap history was probably the most Encourageable rapper, right? Now you do have like runner-ups like uh, Kodak Black and NBA YoungBoy, Ti. But ultimately, them niggas tapped out, right? I think when NBA YoungBoy, if he's not already released, when he officially gets out the system, he will give the fuck up. He's already said that he's gonna retire from rap. So who knows? Maybe he'll go into a life of crime. But with thirty-two million dollars, I don't think it's possible. Uh, Young Thug, if he wiggles out of this fucking Rico case, I'll probably tap out uh, with getting in trouble. T.I., after getting jammed up in 2009 with Tiny, in 2007 with the gun charges, he tapped out, right? He became a fucking spokesperson for (laughs) 1-800-TIPS. Kodak Black, he got pardoned by... Donald Trump, and I don't think he's been into like any bullshit, any fuckery. He did get shot in the leg uh, earlier. This, I want to say earlier this this year, 
if not the end of last year. Um, but ultimately, he's been keeping clean, right? The baby shot and killed a nigga. Um, did say some harsh shit about gay people. But all in all, like, he beat up a few niggas. No charges was pressed. He's been keeping his nose clean. So I have to say, them niggas had, like, maybe three peats, and then they tapped out. Whereas with Tupac... This nigga had 11 pending cases when he got out of prison for the rape charge. Um, he's just gonna whip your ass. Like, I think most of his charges were whipping ass, destroying property. Um, hell, he even shot two off duty cops. So he was with the shits for real. Like, he'd shoot your ass, beat you up, uh, break your shit, uh, spit on people. Like, he was the most encouraging. I don't think we've seen a rapper as encourageable as. Tupac, maybe DMX, with the five suspensions of his driver's license, running through a toll booth, pretending to be a cop, getting caught in a crack house, getting caught with possession of crack, uh, getting caught with a loaded gun, uh, beating niggas up, right, doing a three-year stint in prison. I think DMX is probably, him and T.I., probably the runner-ups, and NBA young boy, with the bullshit that, that Tupac was like, you know what I'm saying? They on the level. You know what I'm saying? Um, but everybody else, you know, they, they go for the three peats and they tap out. Um, with the exception of Trey Songs, but he ain't a rapper. <laughs> Every year this nigga get accused of raping a bitch and choked one out. I don't know what that nigga should have rapped. <laughs> Cause right now he all that nigga is getting charged with is rap, wrapping his hands around a bitch throat. <laughs> Or wrapping them up in dick they didn't want. <laughs> Chris Brown, he a singer, but that nigga, you know what I'm saying, he got charged one time beating Rihanna's ass. He tapped out, right? He ain't been in no bullshit since then. I mean, the white bitch tried to throw some shit on him, but the hoe was trying to steal some diamonds from his house. Um, Snoop Dogg, after the murder case, that nigga ain't been caught with shit but weed and that's legal in California so he's been an upstanding citizen for the last 26 years even Nipsey Hussle Nipsey Hussle was a game banger but he did all his dirt before he was rapping and when he blew up he ultimately got killed but it wasn't because he was doing fuckery it was because some fuck ass nigga was a hater right can't stop that but like there's no comparison when it comes to like crime uh, records Record sales, uh, poeticness, you know what I'm saying? Encourageability, right? Going back to that beat niggas up shit. Um, it's just, he's unmatched. There's, there, he's, Tupac, I can't even say was the rapper of my generation. He was the rapper of the generation, right? It didn't matter. He excelled in whipping ass. Uh, he shot more motherfuckers than all these. None of these niggas have killed nothing or let nothing die. He shot two off-duty cops. He he put up a struggle against niggas that tried to rob him and ultimately shooting and wounding him. Uh, hell, he even beat up Orlando Anderson's stupid ass, right? Ultimately causing his demise. But nobody else did that. All these niggas talk about fighting niggas. And like I said, the only person that might be close in semblance to Tupac is T.I., right? Hooked off on Mayweather. But then he ultimately became a victim uh, when his uh, bodyguard was shot and killed, right? After he stole on a, a nigga in Ohio. Um, and after that, like I said, he got caught up with the guns. He tapped out. 
He got caught with drugs with Tiny. He tapped out. T.I. has been a fatherly figure for the last 14 years, right? So nobody was fucking with Tupac. It didn't matter if it was showmanship, the streets, uh, being brave, right? Shooting two off-duty cops. That takes a set of kahunas because if any of these rap niggas was to shoot a cop, I don't give a fuck if it was an undercover cop. They has to be on front page of the daily news and go on a trial and shit and ultimately would be convicted to life in prison. <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck T-Pain was talking about, right? Niggas like him just suck dick and die. Anyways, this has just been my thoughts, ideals, and opinions on this fucking topic. You know I wasn't gonna go let a day go by without addressing this monkey shit. And yes, I am a Tupac fan. I'm not a Tupac stan. I am a Tupac fan. And because he's put out the most prolific albums that not only was like good music, my man had a message, right? Every so often, a person comes along with a message that wants to change and transform the world. And he was one of them. Ultimately, he got killed for it. I don't know if the powers that be had orchestrated his death or the universe aligned to take him away from the earth. But every person that's come along to the earth, down the earth, is ultimate, that wanted to change shit, ultimately has died. Bob Marley, Bruce Lee, JFK, Bobby Kennedy, um, Nipsey Hussle, Michael Jackson, Prince. I want to say Whitney Houston, but the bitch was a dope head, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, he had a message. Not just to tell people shit, but to ultimately change the world. Had he lived, I think he probably would have changed it somewhat. I mean, technically, if you want to be technical, every person comes to the world and changes a portion of it. Out of 7 billion people, it's kind of hard not to change an aspect of the world when you come down here. But I think he would have changed a good portion of it. Like, Steve Jobs revolutionized telephones video cameras Bill Gates revolution revolutionized the way we use computers that in some capacity is a chance transformation of the world right Henry Ford with the assembly line and manufacturing of automobile automobiles whether or not he stole the shit from a black guy right stole the fucking patent it's irrelevant what is relevant is that he took an ideal even either through thievery or ingenuity and he transformed the way people trend like got around or transported themselves and things and I think Tupac would have been along them lines right at least musically I know he would have transformed music to where we didn't have the bullshit dumbed down idiot shit that people listen to now that mistake for music it would have forced everybody to actually pin some shit with meaning. Not just surface shit. Because don't get don't get me wrong, Tupac had his songs about surface shit. You know, how do you want it? You know what I'm saying? Um Scandalous. California Love. 
But ultimately, he had more songs like Brenda's Got a Baby, Dear Mama, uh, Trapped. Hell, even I Get Around. Songs that they make you think and make you feel, right? Keep your head up. Changes. Now I'm saying these fucking songs out of order. But you get the you get what I'm trying to say. Me against the world. He literally had a song about him against the world. Who the fuck can do that now? And don't get me wrong. As a nigga that's motivated by money and a nigga that wants to strive to get a lot of money, right? Build an empire. I think telling your personal story and being poetic poetic about life is actually an admirable thing, right? Don't get me wrong. While I like money and we all need money, it shouldn't be a focal point of every goddamn song that an artist puts out, right? Tupac was able to give us songs about how he felt about things, right? He was able to give us songs about your situation, right? Keep your head up is about black women and they played with being single moms. He, he didn't have to do that song. He could have never said shit because he ain't a single mother. But he wanted to relate to your pain and he wanted to relate to your struggle because he saw it firsthand with his mother. Now artists, they just rap about the shit they got, the shit that they have, the shit they want to get, most shit they want to get, the bag they want to get. All, all things that once you did gonna still be here. Tupac was giving us meaning to things that once you leave, they gonna leave too. Your woman, your sister, babies, life, the world, right? People in the struggle. Everybody's gonna die eventually. He was trying to give a meaning to while you here, change that that's fucked up for somebody else. Hell, he was even showing that he was like, with the money he made, he was trying to change shit with people he touched personally. Me- meanwhile, niggas like Biggie was rapping about cars and clothes and hoes, right? He even says it, cars and clothes, all a nigga knows, a foolish pleasure, whatever. I had to find the buried treasure, so grams I had to measure, right? Like, Tupac was giving you meaning to shit. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living shit? I blast myself. I'm tired of being born. Even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a person snatch. Like, bro, like, any nigga going through that struggle can relate to that shit. And hell, even white people. I wonder what it takes to make this one better place. Let's erase the wasted. Take the evil out the people and don't be acting right. Right? Like... You know what I'm saying? Songs like Blasphemy, White Man's World. He didn't have to rap about struggle. I mean, shit, Tupac went seven times platinum while he was alive. He didn't need to rap about you being broke or your broke ass. He been broke, so he knew the struggle of being broke, so he made songs about Keep Your Head Up. And several other songs that, you know what I'm saying, escape me at the present moment. Shorty want to be a thug. Wonder why they call you bitch. Scandalous. Like, he gave you songs. He knew about the struggle. He lived it. So, he was able to give you relatable shit. Not just to get your money, but to give you upliftment and let you know shit gonna get better. Just keep grinding, right? We don't got that now. We just got a bunch of rappers that's self-absorbed, self-centered, entitled, and broke niggas with money. Anyways, spin my thoughts, ideals, and opinions. I wish T-Pain would keep his to his motherfucking self.
And if you agree with anything that T-Pain said in regards to Tupac, fuck your mother.